All right, welcome to Encounters. I hope you enjoyed the intro. It's about the a intro long. was fantastic. You liked it, eh? Fantastico. I I, fa- <laughs> I found it to be like epic, you know, when the thunder roars and then the intro starts. You know, I love the wine, the blues riffs going on. I said, I was "Dude, like, I recorded that track. That's one you, of my." You the man, I'm telling you. Uh guys, if you don't know, this is Barry Miracle. He's an amazing uh, friend and just great guy. I think the first time I met you, Ben Johnston was heading home with me. We were going to Montreal. We lived there at the time, and he's like. We gotta stop and meet my friend, <laughs> and so then that's how we met, man. I we showed up at your house. Big fat steaks. It's true. Actually, it was chicken that time. Was it chicken? It was chicken. You made chicken barbecue, and Tony Slay was down. Was Tony prophesied up a storm? And one I got rocked. The other, yeah, he's a good man. Oh, he's a phenomenal heart. Just the sweetest guy. And I fell asleep yeah. in the car. And I was snoring. Remember, we went to pick up your son, and you guys were laughing so hard of how loud I snored. <laughs> See, you don't even remember. Skill. Well, I just want to welcome everybody to Encounters. This is a place where you can come. Uh, there's going to be a YouTube channel where you can go and basically listen to different people's encounters with God, hopefully be encouraged and uh, believe that God is alive and doing the same things today. Yeah. So without further ado, here is Barry Miracle. Share, 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 the broadcast. Yeah. Make sure you guys share (laughs) (laughs) and comment too. Be involved. And if you do share, I'll stop singing. Yeah. (laughs) No, don't stop that. Sweet share of mine. The broadcast, you know, it's so cool. So So good. So good. (laughs) Cheers, everybody. Uh, Yeah, no, it's been entering into the month of Adar. Ooh, what does that mean? It means drink up. It's time (laughs) to party. No problem. Adar is all about the party. Come on. Coast to coast with the Holy Ghost. The fire of God released fire upon of men. God, I tell you, I, this is what it's all about. The The month of Adar, in, in halfway through the month of Adar is per- Purim. And that's where Haman hung on the gallows. Come on. And that's where Israel was re- redeemed. And that's where they got vengeance against the enemy. You know what's also, wild? Yeah, well... You know, it's really crazy. I just had a word. The Lord gave me a word for a ministry the other day, and it was that the heart of Haman will change. That even wow. in this season, the heart of Haman will change. That's what I love about you right there, man. You are a man of mercy. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I'm not kidding you. I love the mercy that you carry and the grace of God. Oh, yeah, just encourage you guys to just press into the presence the number one thing about encounter is having your own encounter. <laughs> These well, are doorways. You are going to have an encounter of God tonight. A prophesy. <laughs> so you're up in Barrie, which is in Canada. I'm right? up in who? Belleville. No, yes. My name is Belleville. Barry. Nice to meet your you. Your name's Barry. You're Hi, in Belleville. Barry. You're in Corey. I'm Corey, and I'm in Stratford. Okay. You're not in Coryville. 
No, there's no Coryville. No Coryville. There is a Barry though. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm in Belleville, uh, right, right beside the uh, Tynanaga Mohawk territory where I grew up. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. This Mo- this Mohawk's for real. Yeah, it's not a it's not a fashion yeah. statement, although it is. It is, although it is. Although. <laughs> I'll, okay, check this out. Thirteen thirteen BC. So that's about what thirty five hundred years ago. Yeah, is when the ninth plague that came on Egypt happened this very day, actually coming into this day and into Friday, was the first day of Adar. Come on. And it, and it was from that moment, when darkness comes upon the earth, I want to decree and declare over you guys today, when you see darkness all around, get ready for your deliverance draws nigh. Your, the dark night of the soul and everything you've been going through is nothing more than a backdrop to show forth the brilliance of God that wants to come out of you. This very month of Adar that we are entering into, according to the Jewish calendar, which is six months into the Hebrew calendar of um, the 5781 year that we're in, which is 5781 years ago that God created the earth, according to the Hebraic calendar but we're halfway through this and this is the month of adar this is the month of rejoicing this is a month of joy this is a month of partying why because darkness came on the earth (laughs) come on all that darkness does is create a better backdrop to show forth the glory of god to come out of you so what happened is six weeks after that dark that plague came on the planet is when the exodus happened. And I want to tell you, get ready, because the enemy is about to pay for your deliverance. Come on. I love that, because even Paul, I love where he says, I get excited, or I'm excited within when turmoil comes or trials, because yeah. it, what's about to be revealed to me far outweighs what I go through. It's so true. The Come glory, that, he, he says that um, the glory that we have compared to the, the the persecutions that we're going through is like it's there's no persecutions at all it, it's the, there's a greater grace coming out of the ecclesia of God in this season that is going to be so great and your deliverance so great can you hear me tonight your deliverance is going to be so great so pure so perfect that it'll be like it's somebody else's nightmare <laughs> God told me there's an anointing coming on the planet, and I believe it's this fall that the manifestation will peak, where there's going to be creative miracles, limbs growing out in the whole nine yards. Come on. We are not taking off. We're about to take over with the love and hope and peace of God. I was just watching the other day uh, the uh, Finger of God movie. Oh, Remember that when that came out? And I just love it because – he starts out as a skeptic, you know, a Christian who doesn't really believe in these things. And by the end of it, he figures out why God does these things, why God heals and why God. And yeah. he says, it's all because of love. It's an yeah. act of love. Oh, and, and I just, you know, if God so loved the world, 
that Jesus was what he gave openly. Imagine what's going to come as fruit of that, that seed that was planted. And I believe that we're entering into the fruit of sonship, where he's going to just bring people into the revelation that they're loved, they're accepted, you're not broken, you're not garbage, you you know, like, and, all, and just actually set people well, free Christian for real. Christian doesn't believe in these things. <laughs> but yeah, man. You said the seed of life. In Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27, it talks about the yoke destroying the, uh, the sorry, the, the, the yoke being destroyed by the anointing. That word, that word right there, that Hebrew word is shama, not shama, like as in shama Israel. It's, it's like shaman, but it's like shaman. And sorry, my Hebrew is not up the buff, but, but anyway, what it means, what it means is seed of life. Come on. So what destroys a yoke of slavery or addiction is a seed of life. You don't have to come against everything that the enemy is doing. All you need to do is release more of the life, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus into a situation. Life will outbirth death. Come will on. displace. There, there's a displacing that happens. When the Holy Spirit is released from you, there's a, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you need to know, Corey, we, we need to know this, that the same river of living water that flows underneath the throne of God is the same river that flows on the inside of you and me as a believer. Come on. And rivers don't have an end. They don't dry up. This no. river, like, I'm, I realized there was a point where I started to lean into who he was. Like, there was a season I went through where whenever I would screw up or fall or whatever, I would promise yeah. God, you know, I'm never going to do that again. And the Lord stopped me and he said, <laughs> he said, Corey, it's not the promises that you make me, but the ones that I've made you. And if you'll go find what I've promised you, you'll get out of all these things. That's like you'll right. be set free. And so this season, so many of us are being weighed down by what's happening around us, but it's not what happens around us, but what he has spoken since before the world began and lavished upon us every love gift as a spiritual father. Like, I believe that depression's being broken in such a powerful way. Like we had, uh, I was just testing a microphone and all of a sudden the glory shows up and like family members are being touched. People are messaging me afterwards and I'm just testing a microphone. Why? Because God is looking for a place to pour his love. Looking for a place to lavish his love on you. Woo. It just needs a little, little crack. He just needs a little, little <laughs> crack and he can go boom, boom. Just a little bit. <laughs> so if you've been just, you know, going through a rough time, guys, be encouraged. Know that tonight is your night to be loved upon and lavished upon Amen. by the Father, man. He's not disappointed in you. Matter of fact, he understands everything that you're going through and you're you're feeling like you're feeling shame or you're feeling disappointed in yourself. And we just want to lift that burden off of you. Is, is it good that you do, you know, do some of the things you did? No, it's not best for you, but guess what? He, he's not mad at you. He, he loves you and he provided a way for you. He, he said that I, I'm faithful and just and will forgive you of your sins and purify you from all unrighteousness. All you have to Whoa. do is just call on the name of Jesus. Come and on. I want to tell you right now, and I want to just burst somebody's um, shame bubble right now. I want to tell you because of the blood of Jesus Christ. And all you have to do is say, you just call on the name of Jesus. And you say, I believe the blood and body sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And kaboom, bam. And you just said, I just want you to come into my life. And... <laughs> 
kaboom, boom. You're all, and then you're already in the kingdom. And I want to tell you, you, you can't live holy enough to become righteous, but on your worst day, you can become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So you can be holy. <laughs> I'm gonna tell, I want you to confess this after me. Say, and you can you can work the room with me, uh, Corey. Just say this after me. Say, Father God. Father God. I am. I am. Full of God. Full of God. On my worst day. On my worst day. <laughs> I am. I am. The righteousness of God. The righteousness of God. On my worst day. On my worst day. Let me see my mic. I'll just drop it here. <laughs> Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> it's connected with cords and stuff. It didn't work as well. You can't really throw it. There's a spring. No, but my, I, yeah. When you were speaking, you I just, I couldn't help but like thinking of when Jesus looks out from the cross, man. We're talking like after the hill, after yeah. the beatings, after everything that was done to him, he looks out and says, forgive, forgive them. them. They know not what they do. Yeah. Come yeah. on, just receive that, guys. Receive yeah. forgiveness. Forgiveness Amen. isn't something you can earn. It can only be received. Amen. That's right. No, nothing you can do. You know the Abrahamic covenant while well, we're on covenants? The <laughs> Abrahamic covenant that we've been grafted into, do you know how crazy that thing is? That's so amazing. When, when God came down and made covenant with Abraham, he actually cut the animals into and made a trough of blood and this is what a blood covenant is you would take these certain animals and you would they'd have to be a certain animal and they'd be cut in half and there would be a trough made in which the partners that were about to make the covenant would put on these robes and they would be long robes and they would walk through the bloody trough and stand at the other end of the trough and say may this happen to me if i break my covenant with you and the blood was the evidence, right? So what happened is they did the same thing, but God put Abraham to sleep. And God himself is the only one that walked through the, the bloody trough. And he stood on the other side and he said, I swear by myself, I will be the keeper of this covenant. And all you have to do now, Adam or uh, Abraham, is believe. Come on. Come on. He made covenant with himself. Yes. Come on. That he would be the keeper of the covenant. So I if you, in, you Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I, I don't mind. I love in Ephesians 1 4, where it says that we were in him before the foundations of the world. You know, and oh, that that don't get, there's, don't get, there's, an, going here. there's an unstained innocence upon us that when he looks at us, he sees us with an unstained innocence. Mm. It's just it's powerful and and it's so wild because God tied that to me. Um, showed me where Paul talks about love, how love believes all things and hopes all things. That's the unstained innocence because when God looks at you, he's hoping and believing in who you are, not where you're at. And he's always looking at who you are. And he's always, and in fact, the Holy Spirit doesn't come to convict you of the sin, comes to convict you of the righteousness. The accuser will tell you what you're doing wrong, but the Spirit of God will tell you who you are and they'll lift you up into a greater understanding of sonship. And you'll eventually that voice of the accuser will disappear and you'll start being the son. You you will displace the accusation by see by ab abiding and meditating on who God created you to be and who, who you are. So let me just bring this scripture, this Old Testament scripture in Jeremiah chapter one, verse five. 
Were you just, what did you just say, Corey? You just said that before. Yeah. You were found in him. In Jeremiah chapter one, verse five says, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb and I sanctified you before you were born. Come on. pre-cross well let me tell you i got a scripture for you <laughs> revelation chapter 13 verse 8 says that jesus was the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the earth so are you ready for a kaboom moment if jesus was the lamb that was slain before the earth was made that means that jesus was your savior before he was your creator come on so if jesus because jesus he was slain before the foundations of the earth. So the earth wasn't made. So he could not form Adam out of his own hands and breathe the nefesh into his life and he become a living soul. So before all that happened, he died. Come on. So how did he sanctify you? His blood was shed in eternity. Before the foundations of the earth, making Jesus Christ your savior before he was your creator. He had your back before you had a back to be had. This is so powerful because just recently I went into a full blown vision and right. what I saw was Jeremiah and, and he was sitting before the Lord and wow. he went into a vision and he saw the Lord making him in the an womb. inception within an inception. Yeah, man, it was wild. I was a vision within a vision. So here's Jeremiah watching the Lord create him in the womb. And that's when he says, you knew me and knit me together. He mm. actually watched it happen. And, and wow. I believe that the Lord wants us to know, number one, this is so powerful. Um, John Brown, a buddy of mine, he said this the other week. It was so good that Jesus in me is a seed that leads unto me in Christ. Jesus in me is a, is a seed, seed that, that leads unto me in Christ. See, we start out with who Christ is in us, and it develops a picture, right? Mm. And then in 1 John, it says that as we're convinced of the love of God, we'll know that as he is, so are we in the earth, right? And Verse so that... 17. Exactly. And that's that process where it's like, yeah, there's Jesus in me, but then there's me in Christ when he actually lifts me up and I'm co-glorified with him. And I'll start to see myself in the same image. Co-glorified with him. Uh-oh. <laughs> when you got born again, you need to know one thing. You became one with the spirit of the living God. Come on. You got upgraded from being made just underneath Elohim, which is the pluralization of God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You, the Bible says you were made just below Elohim. That was the old covenant. But we got mm. upgraded. And you know what we got upgraded into? Becoming a co-heir with the creator of the universe. Not only to become a co-heir with the creator of the universe and seated in heavenly places far above all principalities and powers of darkness, but I have become one with the spirit of the living God. Come on. One spirit. One spirit. I'm gonna I'm just gonna find that scripture here. Hang on a sec. Just keep, just talk amongst yourselves. Corey, chat amongst <laughs> yourselves. 
Yeah, no, guys, I've been excited to have Barry just because uh, I got to spend some time with him up in BC, and um, it was so beautiful up there. But every <laughs> here's a story for you. Every yeah. day, these wild turkeys would start <laughs> coming around the door. And so, unfortunately, I tried my best, but I wasn't fast enough to catch him. But we're supposed to go back there, every and I have a plan. Every said, I can catch one. Something in me is going to catch a turkey. It's going to happen. <laughs> but but now I have a plan where I'm going to lay the blanket over me, right? Right. I'm going to veil myself for the turkey's sake. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to put food Not all over my belly. Not You're going to put feed. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to put the feed all on the blanket. And then when I feel them peck, then I'm going to grab a turkey. That's right. The other way didn't work. And I have a video to prove it. <laughs> the other way did not work. <laughs> did not work. Remember, yeah. guys, if you're out there, you can share the broadcast. It really helps just to spread it around. This is the first episode. Um, I don't really have a, a format for this. I'm just letting God be God because I am his son and he's my dad. And right. I like when he does things. So, Yeah, this is awesome. I love this format, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, it's been good, guys. Make sure you check the beginning part because we were tearing it up. The glory of God is here tonight. Uh, He's with you. Hallelujah. Yeah, God, I thank you for every person who's tuning in. God, we even lift up lift up right now Jackie Crispin. I yes. just God, I just bless her and, yeah. and the the home roots revival that's gonna happen, the the gathering and community of the saints around her property that you promised, the words that were given to her, God, I thank you they do not return void, and everything that was spoken will come to pass. Amen. Been praying for you, Jackie. Love you. Hallelujah. Yeah, you found your verse yet? Yeah. Yeah, I, it's somewhere here. It's, <laughs> let's give a shout out. Andrea Luhausen. Don't get very started on that. <laughs> hey, you know this girl? Chelsea. I think she thinks you're pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she don't mind. She don't mind. <laughs> she don't mind. Hey, Chelsea. Good to see. Well, it's good for you to see me. <laughs> I had a spiritual son and we're, we we drove in uh long story short we we're doing some <laughs> camp meetings in um in in oh i think it was like um where was it south dakota or something like that anyway and uh we're about to leave we pray for this lady and she, i think she was getting healed of cancer or something like that and 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 he says well it's been really good for you to have me in your home thank you and have a nice day <laughs> It's been really good for you to see me tonight. It just reminded me of that. That's awesome. Hey, Kathleen, Jeremy, Tiffany, bless you guys. My good buddy Andrew Oshberg is on. He's uh, Andrew Oshberg. Yeah, he, he was an intern with me at the church here in Stratford when we were in our 20s. He oh, yeah. started a Christian meme thing, and it blew up. He does, like, funny Christian memes, and he's right. also a prophetic guy, preacher, just amazing. Good dude. Awesome. Amen. Hey, Andrew. Bless you, bro. Mm. AJ. We like to call him AJ. Yeah, I know. AJ. No, I like, never I never called him no AJ. This, it just says AJ here. Share your link to your memes there, Andrew. Share it in the comments. Please. We need a teehee and a ha-ha. This is the month of Adar. It's a month of rejoicing. <laughs> Adar. Adar. We should just okay. yell Adar every 20 minutes every, just every to see if everybody's or two or three minutes. So first Corinthians chapter six, verse 17, but the one I am that one 
who is, joins himself to the Lord is mm. one spirit with him. 1 Corinthians 6, 17. We are one with the spirit of the living God. And if we, if we can get this concept tonight, we will have encounters wherever we go. I, I, I told, I said at the beginning, and it's worth repeating, at the beginning of this broadcast, I said that we are on the exact day, uh, about 3,500 years ago, 1313 BC, where the ninth plague of darkness came on Egypt in that whole region. Wow. And, and uh, the... The darkness that came was a precursor. Six weeks later, there was the deliverance of the children of Israel and the exodus happened. But the exodus didn't happen. Just they didn't leave there. They just weren't set free. But the enemy paid their way for their deliverance. And I want to tell you, whenever you see darkness, it just get ready because that just means that there's a greater deliverance coming. Come on, that's there's uh I didn't know this, but the Lord brought me to this thing because he wanted to show me um in in Jewish uh culture, if you if you said that someone hadn't spilt blood on the wedding sheet, yeah, if someone accused your covenant, your marriage, yeah, you would bring the sheet forward, right? Yeah. Proving the person wrong, number one. Right. But number two, that person was now made to pay a fine for even challenging your marriage. Wow. And so whenever we go through things, anytime where something comes that would try to challenge the fact that we are married to Christ, mm. we need to we need to bring the truth to it. Don't let those thoughts stay. Bring the truth and then believe that there's actually a penalty to be paid for even having a thought that challenges it, that we're going to receive blessing and honor, glory. God's going to come through for us. You know, guys, I'm telling you that there's so many people afraid right now with finances, you don't need to be afraid. I'm no. done being afraid. I'm done worrying. Why? Because my God is good. And if I can settle it in my heart, I'll never worry again. Amen. It doesn't matter if it's 11 or midnight. He's good. He's going to yeah. come through for you. Right. Trust and know. Yeah. Come you on. know, the word, the, one of the names of Jesus Christ is kinsman redeemer. Come on. And when somebody, re when you're redeemed, is at, it's at the threat. It's at a threat. So that's the wow. payback in what you're talking about. Come on. Jesus, the kinsman redeemer, he redeemed you under the threat of, under the, under this threat that, that I'm taking this, I'm taking this one and you can't do anything about it. Come on. Kinsman that's redeemer. So yeah. And did you know that when Jesus did, uh, when he lifted up the, the glass of wine on the Passover, when he is about to go to the cross and he said, this is my body and he breaks the bread and he says, and then he said, this is the cup. That's yeah. the third cup of the, of the Passover. There's four glasses of wine that they were to drink. And this was the third cup. And the third cup is the cup of redemption that he lifted up. They actually, they call it Hebrews, the Hebrew, the Israelites, when they're having Passover celebration, it's actually called the cup of redemption. Come on, do this in lift, remembrance of me. Do this in remembrance of me. I'm always threatening the enemy. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Tearing it down, the lies. Yeah. I just, I remember um, there was a point where things started to shift was when <laughs> um, I was in Montreal 
and I had an encounter where I was totally shut off. I totally walked away from everything. I just, right. I was hurt and beat up and just as messed up as you can be. And it wasn't until the father showed up and called me son and he uh, continued to do it until I like wept my way through it. And um, even now, like I'm about to ball, but it's just like, uh, you have to understand guys like this afternoon, Larry uh, Pearson and Barry Adams had this beautiful broadcast and they were just releasing love and hope and mercy. And I realized, I said, guys, you don't understand. That is the foundation of the reformation is that you are loved. You are a son and daughter of God. There's nothing you can do or undo to earn or deserve, but you have to embrace it fully. And in fact, there's this verse that says, as long as the old temple still stands, you can't enter the new, you know, we have to be able to let go fully of of this idea that we can somehow pay this thing back we can somehow be good enough you're never gonna be then and the only way you're gonna be transformed is when it's not you anymore but it's the new creation you it's the one that god sees this this you let's put it to the grave because it's it's not truth and that's why like paul was saying it's like we got to enter into the mystery the Mm. mystery of christ within us and and really spend time in the presence and person of god because it's it's truly foundational it's you know i find it so crazy because i i grew up my whole life around like word of faith kind of upbringing and i go back and i listen i hear the lord told me the father spoke to every other word out of kenneth hagan's mouth was the lord spoke to me Mm. and i realized that i had missed the intimacy that he walked in yeah it wasn't just a regurgitation of an incantation it was actually revelation that came out of intimacy yeah and it was powerful yeah, and it, and it, and it because it, it was bread in the midst of intimacy. Yeah, and, and the, it's so wild because people think they need to transform to gain access to intimacy, but it's actually intimacy that gives you access to transformation. On your worst day is when you became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I love it. On your worst day, and this is how we live from righteousness towards holiness. It's the thing that empowers you. You you can't do this. <laughs> you can't love your enemies. God slammed you in the midst of chaos, and, and he doesn't expect you to do this all by yourself. Matter of fact, he says, I'm not going to put you somewhere where you can do it. Come on. It's all him. I love it. Hey, let me read this to you. This happened to me uh, on one of the dark nights of, the, of, of my soul where the enemy was coming in and telling me everything I wasn't and that every dream was never going to come, come to pass. And that you're not even going to be able to da 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 da, just bomb bombarding me. And I just began to hear the father say this to me. And he just began to reveal this to me. He says, and and I just wrote it down and they were, I was just tweet. I was tweeting them out actually. And, it, and, it, and, it, and I just titled it later and I put them together and I just said, I am love. This is who I am. Mm. It, I said, and I just want to introduce myself to you. If I could introduce you to me, Barry Miracle, in three words, I want to say, I am loved. The reason that the reason I am what I am is because of the at the core of my being is I am loved. You were created because of love by love for one purpose to be loved. Before you were created, you were loved. You have been pre-wired, predestined to be conformed into the image of the most creative, awesome, loving being ever believe and receive. 
I am love, so being loved as the core of my DNA makes me an action reverberating, not a reaction waiting to happen. <laughs> I am loved, a verb, so I can be love, a noun. We must become generous receivers of the revelation that we are love, and out of that flows the, found, the fountain of victorious life. It's out of our love. See, it, God rebuked me one day, Corey, and he said, you got to stop teaching people who they are. Son, stop teaching them who they are before you teach them whose they are. Come on. Because you, you don't even know how powerful these beings that you're speaking to are. And you'll cause a greater division between you and the, between me and them if you keep telling them who they are. Because they'll begin to step over into their creative abilities that I gave them without repentance. So you must teach them the importance of knowing whose they are and my great love for them and my relationship that I need to have with them. And that is where identity begins, not in who you are or in what you do, but it's in whose you are. Your identity, your true identity starts with whose you are. So here, check this out. No addiction, environmental restraint or weakness can contain you when you come to the realization that at the core of you being, you are love. Come on. The game changer in life is when you can receive who you truly are. You are loved. The definition of your identification can't come from what you do, but from who you are. The base of your DNA is that you are loved. The question of who I am can be summed up in one word, loved. <laughs> and 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 this is not this is not semantics this is not a preach this is not this is a revelation that each and every one of you need to get that at the core of your being the very base of your dna is you are loved yeah that's where you're that's where this all started from because what happened before there was a was there was a god who was nowhere in the midst of nothing dreaming about you come on he was there by himself in in a place of the unknown in a place called nowhere because he never even created the spiritual realm or the throne in which he would preside upon or the spiritual realm in which he would create light from none of this happened he was all by himself dreaming about you and longing to share the perfect attribute of love with somebody else and so he had to create you come on man that's the that's, base you came out of that i remember just recently i uh had a very very profound encounter with the lord uh-huh and uh he told me he said Corey, the problem is is you don't believe you come from me because you've been told that you were born into uh -huh. sin and that you're dirty and you're broken and you're bad uh -huh. he said but if you were to look if you were to flip yourself upside down, yeah. the barcode would read heaven. Yeah. Made in heaven, right on your heel. Yeah. <laughs> on the heel, yes. <laughs> but when I realized that, I renounced within myself in a heartbeat, Lucifer is father. 
Yeah. I, I was never for him. I was never his. Just because somebody may steal something doesn't make it theirs. And no. so I was never his. And I've always come from heaven. And I lived under this shadow, almost like a foster child right. at the table of God until that moment when yeah. I realized my chair was created when I was created. In yeah. him, before the foundations of the world, I was chosen, made. I yeah. was already his. He knew yeah. me. I knew him. And now I'm on this journey of awakening to who I am. That's it. It's Come a rev or it's a revelation of, of who we were. See, one day when I was trying to figure this all out, God began <laughs> to reveal some things to me. And then, and then Jeremiah chapter one, verse five, he says, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. And then Psalms chapter 139 talks about how he knit you together in your mother's womb. Yeah. So he knit you he knit you together but before you were knit together in your mother's womb he knew you. And yeah. I said, "God, I want to know the one you knew." Ooh. And I want to be the one you knew when I was all together in your loveliness. Come on. Adar. Adar. <laughs> Adar. Bring it's me another. <laughs> Come on. I want to know. I want to know who <laughs> who That's I was crazy. in you come on where I was in my mother's womb but the cool thing is is that he sanctified me before I was born come on so all it is is a revelation of who it's all about a revelation in one moment you're in the pit of despair you you yeah. are you are uh, bruised you're bruised, you're beaten, you're tattooed, you're, 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 you're disgusted, you're in depression and addictions, and, and nothing is going right, and you get a revelation because you hear the preached word of God. And I want to tell you, we've all been born again of the incorruptible seed of the word of God that lives and abides forever, because nobody saw Jesus, nobody that I know of actually saw Jesus die on the cross. I didn't Come see on. him resurrected. I wasn't there with Mary Magdalene when, when he commissioned her as apostolo to the apostolic. I, but I heard about it. I heard about it, and, 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 I, and I believed in my heart, and it witnessed with me in my innermost being. And all of a sudden, because I believed, I became born again. Come on. And Ooh. this is, see, what we are being, what is being revealed to us is causing the revelation for us, for our reformation. And so I am instantly born. I was instantly born again. On my worst day, I became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Come on. And, and so the goodness of that is being revealed to me as I get into the word of God. See, your spirit is saved because of the blood, but by the spirit. But my soul is saved by the washing of the water of the word of God. Mm. And so the more I, I get into the, the more that the word of God reveals the goodness of God and the revelation of my salvation. And so I'm stepping into an eternal principle that was made before there was a fall. Yeah, completely. And so it, it, it and that's why it can work because it's already been done. And the best part is, is when you look at point of origin, where you come from, and, and you look at even in the natural people, they tend to default 
to the things or the places or the the culture of where they come from right and this is what god was addressing with me he goes if you believe that you're a fallen dirty thing you'll return to fallen dirty things right. but if you start to believe that you come from a holy and righteous place then righteousness will be familiar to you it yeah. will be your default and and that's why we need that repentance and that metanoia the change of one's yeah. what mind right. because yeah. the mind controls the actions right yeah. as a man we, thinks so is he exactly and that's why we need the transformation of mind and when i love uh when when you said like the the washing of the word and it's like as we as we dive into scripture as we dive into all these things the word of god becomes a person and that yeah. person is jesus and when we look in the mirror he starts to show up yeah <laughs> that's why you have to look into his face yeah. He says, seek my face, inquire for and require my presence as your vital need. You want to talk about encounters? It, it's all about, it's better felt than telt. Amen. It, it, it's, it's all about catching. It's all about revelation. You, uh, things can happen in a moment. See, in one moment, you get a revelation of his goodness and the salvation and the price that was paid. And you get translated from the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of the son of his dear, uh, into the kingdom of the son of his love. Come on, you get translated in a moment, and then you are no longer the dirty, rotten, scumbag sinner saved by grace. You become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus in a moment. In a moment, Come you on. are no longer, and that's what I love that you said that, Corey. We're no longer uh, the dirty, rotten, scumbag sinner, and, and that is a dirty, dirty thing. Yeah. We, when those thoughts come to you, you need to take authority over those lies. Yes. And I have four defaults. And if you want to go to my webpage at www.barrymiracle.c, I have a lot of resources there. And I have the four defaults there that I, and I have 65 different things that, um, that talk about the I am. 65 different things that God says I am according to the word of God. And it will renew your mind because the battleground is the mind. You have Come to on. understand that whoever runs the soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions on the earth, runs the show on the earth. It's, it's your mind being renewed. Third John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers, not your spirit. See, the enemy is not even concerned about your spirit. He wants your soul. Because if he can get you thinking his thoughts, you'll act his way. But if you got God's thoughts, you'll, you'll, have God, you'll get God's things. You, you, if you have God thoughts, you got to get rid of your stinking thinking. Because if you always think what you've always thought, you're always going to get what you always got. And so we need to transform our minds. Because when we do and we begin to line up with our born-again spirits, it's when everything changes. I love when you get on that roll. It takes me back to when I was a kid watching Michael Jordan, like just go between guys and slam dunk. It's like, <laughs> when you got, you always, he's <laughs> like dribbling the ball, man. And it's so true because I, I remember um, the one time the Lord spoke to me and he's like, have you ever struggled with anything when you're having an encounter in my presence? And I was like, no. Mm. He was like, then why do you leave? Mm. And so I've been on this journey of learning to stir that which is within to remind myself of my union. And, and even to the point where the Lord spoke Remember. to me the other day and he said, Corey, how, <laughs> he 
He said, you know my presence, and you know you've had encounters with me, but when you start to understand that you have a spirit, mm. and you become aware of your spirit, you'll be aware of your union with me, because my spirit has been made one with his spirit. Right. So if I get aware of what's on the inside, I'm always going to find union. And that's why I keep telling people any revelation that comes that doesn't bring more love or bring me closer to those around me or make me want to love people even more, I'm not interested in because it's not my father. Right. It has to bring about more of who he is out of me. Yeah. And it's so crazy because even um, I we were I went to the 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 farm up in Dunville and this guy was um, just one of the guys that was there was doing communion. And he said something so powerful. He said, I don't want you to think about your shortcomings. Mm. I want you to think about the victory of Jesus. Yes. Let's do communion thinking about what he did instead of what you did. Wow. You know, if, if, you, if you're still struggling with that, go home, figure it out, and then come back. But right. come back thinking about what he did. Right. You know, and even that part where it says, if you're still hungry, then go home and eat. John, um, John was breaking down the other day that that actually means that if you're still struggling with being fully forgiven, go home and figure it out. Then come back full. Mm. Wow. Don't come here hungry. Come here full of the knowledge of your acceptance in God. Mm. And that's, that's what we need to, to focus on. And that's why Paul said, I pray continually. What was he praying? He was aware of the union. He was koinonia. He was having communion with God. Mm. He wasn't just walking around praying. <laughs> he, he had an inward communion. Right. And it, and it manifested on the outside. It's not just a mantra. It's not no. just religious duty. It's actually like I'm going throughout my day and I just said, oh, God, Woo. Father, I, thank you. I love you so much. Come on. Just, you know, you just go throughout the day and, and, you know, praying in the Holy Spirit and you're just loving on just thanking dad for his goodness. And you said, well, I don't have much to thank. You're alive. Do you know Come your on. authority swings on the hinge of your gratitude? Ooh. You're going to say that again, though. <laughs> the, authority, the gate of your authority that you need to walk through to have swings on the hinge of your gratitude. Come on. You enter into the gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. If you want authority in this realm, you have to begin to be thankful even in the midst of, okay, you know, Paul and Silas? Yeah, come on. They were beaten with rods, right? And their backs are bleeding and they're shackled to their circumstance. And they're at the bottom of this penitentiary. Guess what, Corey? They didn't have porta potties back then. <laughs> let alone indoor plumbing and everything all flows down other, all the other people were just creating a very nice environment of fertilizer <laughs> and they're sitting in the, in the i don't mean to be gross or anything like that but you need to understand they did not have any reason to rejoice come on in the physical realm and you feel like you're in darkness you feel that you're you're being disappointed and you're depressed and you the things aren't going your way. Don't, don't look at what you're going through. Look who you're going to and begin to refocus because your gaze will determine your days. And as you begin to look and muse and and Corey, what you do at times is when you are remembering the goodness of the Lord, the, yeah. it's actually remembering. 
putting things back together the way they're supposed to be. There we go. You remember. So Paul and Silas had no reason, but they began to have a... You take it and they begin to sing songs and hymns and spiritual songs. And all of a sudden they stopped being a thermometer and they started being a thermostat and they begin to shift the atmosphere by the power of their praise. And all of a sudden they begin to even change the environment. An earthquake comes and shakes the gates open, breaks off their, their, their shackles. They're, they're no more shackled because your sound shatters shackles. And your sound sets everybody else free in your in your sphere of influence. All the other prisoners were set free too. And guess what? It will also deliver the one that beat you. Come on. Salvation came to his whole household. Yeah. And you know why they had the audacity to be thankful in the midst of atrocity. There's a sound. There's a sound. There's a sound. There's a frequency of the Father. Yeah. And it resonates over all creation, I believe. A frequency. And what happens is we tune into this sound. Yeah. And all of a sudden, a song that did nothing Mm. brings men to their knees. Mm. And a story that couldn't turn ahead can break a heart. And and there's this this vibration. Yeah. And I believe that what's happening in this generation is we're we're having the audacity to say why are we just doing things when there's this sound i hear what what is that what's that over there you know we're Mm. we're taking a look in a different direction to say maybe there's something more you know because i believe that when they were in that jail cell they tapped into that inward union yeah and they were encouraged and and you know like so much of what we go through guys like i trust me i was i was with you like i was trying to keep myself focused and you know just all the stuff that's happening but man i I watched that finger of god movie and they asked this bishop guy in iraq what his biggest problem was Mm. and he said they keep killing my leaders Mm. i lost 11 this year and i just Mm. begin to cry man because my problems just got a whole lot smaller You know, oh no, I didn't get to go to the mall today. <laughs> I just, I got refocused. I watched uh, Shanti, this lady, go to the the rock quarries and beg them to take their children to school and teach them Jesus and love on them. Mm-hmm. But most families can't afford to give up one worker. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, there's so much. I have so much to be grateful for. And if I'll just refocus the lens, all yeah. of a sudden I'll see the goodness of God completely surrounding me. Yeah. There, there's it's like it's like the armies rise up against us, but if we could see who's for us. Oh my word, that if far greater. Come on. Far greater. I knew that was gonna open it up. Oh, come on. Uh, well <laughs> if you could see. If you could see. I'm telling you, if you go to Revelation chapter four, verse eight, and you look at the four living creatures that that have six wings and full of eyes all around and within. Mm. So serious. This is free. This is some freaky dudes, right? These four (laughs) living creatures, they have eyes all around. They have eyes on their wings. They have eyes on their on their torso. They have eyes on their eyes. They have eyes on their hair. They have eyes on their wings. They have eyes all around. Methinks they're anointed to see. 
<laughs> you think so? Yes. Revelation numero uno. So, thank you. Godspeed. <laughs> <laughs> Prophetic insight. <laughs> In, divine insight. So, they're flying around. They have six wings. This is what me thinks. They have, they have two wings to hover. They have two wings to cover. And they have two wings to create trajectory. Mm. So they have six wings and they're all full of eyes. And what they're doing is they're flying around the throne. But the, you have to understand there's thunders, there's lightnings, there's clouds, there's voices all happening simultaneously as they're sw swooping and turning and looking to see. And, and what are they trying to see? They're trying to see him and catch a glimpse of his glory. And moment by moment, time after time, they begin to see a paradigm that they've never seen before. And that's what causes them to pray. If you want to have power that shifts environments, you, and you want a, a you need a praise that you get because you see something in him that you've never seen before. And when they do, Corey, they begin to crash to the ground moment after moment after time after time after millennia after millennia. And they just crash to the ground. They say, holy moly, God, Bob, did you see that when I saw it was so amazing? Come and on. all of heaven begins to rejoice with them because somebody saw something. What is mm. your focus on? What is your what is your gaze upon? The enemy who was apparently can neither confirm nor deny, apparently the worship leader. Who wanted to be worshipped. Scholars tell us that he was the head chief worship leader. He led the, the, the congregation of the north in praise. But he wanted to be praised. So he, he is an attention-seeking individual. And he's trying to get attention. He's trying to get your gaze. He's trying to determine your days by, uh, by amplifying to your ears and, and illuminating to your eyes everything you're going through. But I want to tell you today, stop looking at the dirt in your pit and fix your gaze on the things that are above and you'll begin to climb out of that place and all of a sudden you don't even know but you're walking in freedom and liberty as long as when you begin to put your your focus on what really matters and begin to look into the, these times of encounter with Corey. I want you to come back on here time and time again and just have moments where you can encounter him and he, and when you see his goodness it'll cause you to pray when you really see him you can't help but praise him. And you can have what you can see. You know, you know that story, that cute Bible story about Zacchaeus, the little, the, the short little man. And it, it's like the flannel graph stories. If you ever went to Sunday school. Well, they're like stick it on the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Zacchaeus was short in stature. He had some shortcomings. He didn't have enough visual sight. So he had to climb up the seek him more tree. Come on. And then he had to go out on a limb. So sometimes you've got to change your, your vision by climbing up the seek him more tree. I know it's a sycamore tree, but it's not, you climb up the seek him more. I love tree. it. 
and you go out on a limb. And he got out into a place where Jesus could see him. If, if you can see Jesus, Jesus can see you. And that's when you can hear him say, salvation has entered into your home. Don't stop till Brooklyn. I mean, no, wrong. <laughs> Don't. Stop Don't till Jesus. Away. Come on. Yeah. And so don't stop until you have an encounter with him like those four living creatures because it's they're not robotons they're not puppets they don't just throw themselves and say holy 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 you're getting the you're getting the concept wrong that's a religious viewpoint you need yeah. to know that these creatures are flying around the throne looking for revelation and looking for something that they never see and it's so available and and uh, millennia after millennia after millennia they're they're still crashing to the ground and they're what they see causes them to praise and that releases all of heaven to begin to worship god i think of the eyes yeah oh, almost like the windows for the saints mm. the creatures are like when they see that revelation it's like sent to each eye you know, yeah. like where wow. it's like we can receive that which they have seen yeah. because all, all things in the spiritual realm have been lavished upon you. All the blessings mm -hmm. have been lavished upon you as a love gift. What's a love gift? A love gift is an unearnable gift. And in fact, if, if, if you get really old on me and you go back to the very character of the, the letters for grace with the picture of what they meant. It was a king bowing before a peasant. Mm. The king came down mm. to bring us up. Mm. And that's why it's important to look up because every time we look up, we're met with his face. Yeah. We're not met with a veil. We're not met with a temple. We're not met with these things, but we're met with the face of God. Amen. A father longing, longing. Yeah. Longing. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, he's not. Guys, I'm telling you, we need to to edify ourselves by singing songs about who he is. Mm. But when you're aware of him, connect. Mm. Just connect. Mm. That's why I'm so I'm so happy about the Renaissance and the Reformation that's happening. Mm. Some people are like, it's not good. We're learning our theology from worship. I'm like, well, the teachings didn't work, so let's try something different. You know, because what I think is happening is people aren't trying to get their theology from a worship song. What they're doing is they're trying to connect. Yeah. They're trying to say, how can I experience this? Because yeah. the words are not enough. You yeah. know, like when you're Corey um, Ashbury and he writes a reckless love of God. Mm. And, and when I heard that song the first oh, time so coming into the house as a son who, who screwed everything up. Yeah. That he didn't care that he yeah. fought for me. Yeah, right. And he wasn't going to stop. And he, you know, one of the things he spoke to me in the nine months I spent in encounter was, son, even if you do it all over again, I'll come and rescue you. <laughs> and even if you do it all over again, I'll come and find wow. you. There's no, wow. dude, the other day I was snow blowing the driveway, right? Right. And the Lord said, why did I keep the keys of death in the grave? And I said, Lord, I don't know. He said, because keys give me access. Jesus went to the place of the dead and preached the good news and set the captives yeah. free. Yeah. He has access to the most darkest places, the love of God. Yeah. He will never stop coming after you. Wow. He's never going to stop. 
Wow. Even wow. when we stop. Yeah. I remember I was at a wedding, and this is when I was real messed up. I totally just shut off. I was going to throw it all the way. Yeah. And uh, I'm sitting at this table, and the Holy Spirit says, I want you to prophesy over this couple next to <laughs> And I'm like, why? There's pastors all over the place. Tell one of them. He said, they're not listening. Prophesy with the lady next to you. So I start telling them all the reasons I can't, right? I'm, yeah. I'm messed up. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And uh, the lady turns to me, and she goes, are you a Christian? And I'm mm -hmm. like, I used to be. <laughs> and a few minutes later, she taps me again. She's like, were you ever in ministry? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, yeah. No joke. Not even 20 minutes later, she goes, the Lord told me that you have a word for me and my husband. Come on now. I just told this lady I'm not a Christian. <laughs> and she's like, the Lord told no, me. No, you're worse. You're a, a washed up one. <laughs> yeah. And so um, the Lord gave me this word for them. And at the end of the word, I said, there's a young girl. She's going to show up on your doorstep with bags. And the Lord says she's your daughter. And they both start weeping. And I'm like, okay. Like, mm. I don't even care. Like, yeah. that's how cold I am at this point. I'm like, so what's that about? Yeah. And uh, she said, we went to a conference and we met a young lady. And a month later, she showed up at our house with nowhere to go. Mm. And so we've been praying and asking the Lord what to do. Mm. And you just told us. Wow. And so real quick, she said to me, I want to give you a word. And I said, why not? And she said, a, a double-minded man's unstable. And I said, no. And I was very colorful at the time with my response. Mm. And then she asked me a question. She said, what do you want? And I'll never forget this, Barry. It was so crazy. Mm. I could feel the presence of the mm. Lord descend upon the table to the point where I was shaking. And I looked and my mom's weeping. This 80-year-old lady who knew my grandmother's weeping, and mm. everybody else went into, like, frozen, like, like as if they were totally unaware. Mm. And all of a sudden, the words that came out of me, I'll never forget. I said, either he needs to erase the fact that I ever knew him, or he needs to give me all of him because I can't live like this. And I got up, and I began to walk out of the wedding. Mm. And this little 80-year-old lady who knew my grandmother, her name was Babe, she came and she took me by the hand. And in the midst of my gross darkness, she looked me in the eyes and said, Corey, don't ever change. Don't ever change. And I remember just being so broken. But yet my heart longed for him so much. Mm. And, and it was like, it was almost like I had two hearts, you mm. know, because it's just like this, this part of us is longing for the father so much. Mm. And it's so easy to forget that longing when we distract ourselves. Yeah. But if we could really look to the core, the only thing we want is to know him and be known by him. Mm. That's what all this is for. It's not so I can get hits or build a, a platform. I don't need a platform. I got a father. Yeah. And he shows up in my garage when I'm alone. <laughs> you guys don't get it that my best times are when whoop i'm shutting my camera off my best times are when you guys aren't here yeah. you know this isn't where i get fulfilled mm. this is where i come to encourage and lift up the body and say guys mm. we can make it we can make it because it's already been made my, mm. my buddy john one time said something you're gonna love this he said do you know why you're more than an overcomer mm. see overcomers overcome how can you be more than an overcomer Mm. we do not do it in our own strength no we overcome and rest mm. rest in what christ has done 
So good. So, <laughs> so good, bro. I love, oh, I love you, man. I love you, too. You know, um, <laughs> you know, the Lord told me what an overcomer was one time. And it's so crazy that he says, I need to go to the Father. If I go to the Father, the comfort will come. If I don't go to the Father, the comfort will not come. But if I do go to the Father, I will send forth the comforter and, and he will come with you and he'll be the paracletos. He'll become the one that will be just like me, but he'll be with you. And, and you will become uh, more than conquerors. You will do greater things than I did. Mm. Great Doing greater things and being more than a conqueror. Because Jesus was the conquering king. And then he makes us the more than the conquerors. So I likened mm. it unto a UFC fighter. And how that they train for six weeks, they have no, they have no treats, they don't drink, they don't have sex, they don't do anything but nothing, and get ready for the fight. And and then and, and there's a good reason because one, if this is what who you are, you want to be the best, and so they train to be the best. But then there's the prize; they're fighting for the prize, and so they get into the ring and they they come in, they deliver, and they they knock the guy out, and they stand there, their hand is raised, and they're the conqueror. Well, it's the 99-pound wife that comes in and takes the $3.9 million check. She's more than a conqueror. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> he did all the work. And that's what it is. Jesus did all the work. And he signed the blank check with his blood. And he says, Come go on. cash it. I got you. Got you. Mm. Yeah. That should be a shirt. Go cash it. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. That's epic. Yeah. Dude, yeah. your book, I want to make sure people can can find this because it, it's actually um, a revelation. It's mm. not just a book. Yeah. But uh, Barry's got a book. It's on the bestseller list. Come on. Boom. Number one. Bestseller. <laughs> Adar. Adar. And uh, you guys can get that book. Um, probably by going to his website, I'm, I'm willing yeah. to bet. Yeah, and also too, guys, I encourage you to go and sow a seed into Barry's ministry on his website. There's a partners button at the top. You can click that. It'll take you right there. I just really encourage you to bless this guy. He's amazing. He does what he does because he loves the father, not because he's in it for anything else. He's legit. And I love Corey. Oh, I love you too, Byer. Byer Miracle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. I got all kinds of resources there, and I'm I'm putting up stuff all the time for resources. Plus, they can you. find your Sunday services too, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah, because yeah. you guys live stream. I think we do. Yeah, uh, and you guys have good music too. Oh my word! Some of the stuff that's coming just out of that. It's Desert Stream. Um, you go on YouTube, and you can just go to Desert Stream. Desert um, Stream, I like that. Yeah, and that's the name of our church. Dude, We've been walking dude, with dude. that apostolic t team for, oh no, twenty years. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so we, we've we've uh, treaded some water water together for a few years. Um, it's it's really cool. So so blessed. But yeah, make sure you guys check him out. Make sure you get his book. Um, it's legit. I haven't met anybody like Barry yet. He's he's a one in a million. We get along quite well. I know, but uh, 
We gotta do that to Dennis while we're up there. Adar! Adar! <laughs> yeah, they're they Adar. can't wait to have us back, eh? Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait yeah. to hang out with you again. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I can't wait to have you come here. We'll do some uh Yeah, I love it. Do some glory diving. Yeah. So into cool. the the sound. Well, that's what what you were saying was really interesting, and people need to know that every move of the spirit has a sound. Come on. And and a lot of and what is happening is when when psalmists begin to sing forth these revelations, they don't even know the depth of what they're they're just tapping in, and it's and it's an abba a, a naba flow that comes out of these worshipers. And it's not that they're to teach these, but they're to release this sound. And the teachers and the apostles are supposed to take from that and build the doctrine for that for that time. So that, that's a very natural flow. And then and yeah, no, we I mean, worship leaders are supposed to do what they do is release the sound and release out of the intimacy, the revelation. The apostles are supposed to recognize the truth and they're supposed to pierce through with this new revelation and open up the new ground through apostolic blasting. And the, and then the prophets, prophets are supposed to prophesy it. And the teachers are supposed to, after it's all said and done, begin to teach it as a foundational doctrine for this new, new move of the spirit. Come on. This I is was how listening. We this is how we work as the ecclesia. I was listening to Waymaker. Waymaker. Miracle work of promise keep a light in the darkness. <laughs> and uh when when I heard the chorus, all of a sudden the Lord said, This is what you are. Yeah. And it was like then I started singing, We are his waymakers, miracle yes. workers, yes. promise keepers, lights in the darkness. Because that's who we are. Yeah. And, and yeah. and that song is supposed to get your eyes fixed upon heaven so you yes, can sir. see what you look like. Yes, sir. So much of what we're releasing in worship, dude, Kim Walker, Breathing yeah. Room. Have you heard that song? Is that a new one? Oh, so good, bro. She's like um my heart is wide open yeah. as i breathe in every word that you've Ooh, spoken wow she's just meditating she's in that secret place i'm letting go i'm giving breathing room for my soul why because we need to breathe the ruah yeah the breath the life of god the, ruach HaKodesh, the holy breath of god i love when you do the hebrew thing because you're like oh my hebrew is not up to par i'm like yes hebrew <laughs> like, my english isn't up to par <laughs> but it's so good like mm. there's so much just like oh and if you want to see something really cool you'll go watch lyndall cooley mm. sing Waymaker at the mm -hmm. reinhardt bonky conference way back in toronto wow and and you'll watch a guy who understands that when a people connect to God, there's joy released. He didn't even sing half the song. Half the time he's just standing back laughing, getting wrecked yeah. because he's seeing the people connecting. I'm telling you, God is not a 16-year-old girl who needs to be told he's pretty. <laughs> he's not up in heaven wringing his hands and saying, oh, my me, I wish somebody would worship me. Yeah, he's not like, do I look okay? He doesn't do TikTok videos yeah. going, am I pretty? Hit the like button. Like, he yeah. doesn't do that. And so why do we worship? Well, because we're we're lifting ourselves to yeah. see who he is. He we're changing our focus. For our enemy. Come on. As we praise him, we recalibrate 
and we allow God to rise in the midst of us. And where God is, he says, let God, let God arise and his enemies will be scattered. It, it's just he created worship for our enemy's sake. Not for him, because he's not, you didn't catch that, but he was up in the hands, wringing his hands and saying, oh, my me, because he wouldn't say, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my me. Because <laughs> he is. <laughs> oh, my me. I love it. Yeah. And, Daniel and, Williams is giving you a good plug here on the book. Yeah, that's man. my boy. I've been walking with Dan for like 23 years. Come yeah, on. He's a good son. Love you, You want to know what's so wild is the Lord, I was talking to someone today. And the Lord started to show me that if we will take what we have yeah. and begin to bring it in a way that can mm. receive people, mm. that's where we'll see the greatest transformation. Mm-hmm. Like, let, like my friend is, um, she's like a trainer, right? Yeah. Works she's out. Training works you, her. right? I can see that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've been eating the, uh, the Oreos, you know, on <laughs> one hey. and two and three. Oh, and, man. That's what I'm going to go have. Jacked. But um, so so she's a trainer, right? So what does it look like for her to open a gym and then to take the spiritual things that God's revealed to her and yeah. break them down and give it to people as wisdom? Mm-hmm. I have another friend. His dad's been a counselor for years, and um, he's a Christian and preaches too. And he had a, a person who was from a different uh, – lifestyle <laughs> approach him for, for uh, okay. like therapy right 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 and and she said to him you know i'm a little bit nervous because you know i don't want your religious beliefs to 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 like get mixed into this and what he said was so powerful he said i told her this i used to be religious but now i'm spiritual and she said well what's the difference he said i have no judgment towards you and i'm only here to help you mm. and she like became one of his clients even though, you know, because I believe God's showing us how to love people in this day. Mm. Like that was for him and that specific person. I don't create a thing off that, but I'm just no. saying, guys, no. like if you're a mechanic, create mm. an atmosphere where people feel safe. Bring them in. Show them what you're doing. Yeah. Be like God. Reveal the secret thing. Show them the prices of the parts. Yeah. Be open and honest. Whatever you do, because I feel like if we can start to to bring a culture of heaven into our everyday life. That's good. Then all of a sudden we'll see revival on a level we've never seen before. That's true. Because it'll be so, so wonderful. Who doesn't, who doesn't want to be surrounded by (laughs) trust and honesty and love and, and feeling safe. Like, could you Mm -hmm. imagine going to the mechanic and feeling good about them doing work on your car? Like that's a good day. Like you can walk away and you know that you're not being, ripped off or or up upsold or whatever yeah or you go into a store and the guy helps you get exactly what you need yeah. and he doesn't take advantage of you why because he's a son of the king he has yeah. no need for anything yeah that's right he can trust that god will bring enough people into his store instead of trying to get them to overbuy so good what does it look like to start to take back you know one thing the lord oh dude this is so cool you know the the taxes yeah. Where they ask Jesus for the taxes and he says it's in yeah. the fish's mouth. Yeah. So the one day I'm reading this and the Lord speaks to me, he goes, Who are the fish? And I'm like, It's a literal fish, God. He's like, No, 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 but you're gonna miss something if you don't see the point of the story. Right. And I said, Well, I don't know, who's the fish? He goes, What will I make you if not fishers of men? Mm. All the provision we need 
mm. is in the mouth of the fish. Wow. And what they eat and what they consume mm. and the things they desire. If we were the ones who mm. own the businesses, yeah. if we were opening restaurants, the yeah. done are the day I'm telling you, done are the days of Christians who are afraid to do anything because they're looking and practicing on their beds to get out of here. Right. <laughs> you no. know what I mean? No Today more is practice. No, today is the day of yeah. taking our destiny, bringing yeah. reconciliation to yeah. all things, man. Yeah. All things. All the things. music, the entertainment, the yeah. clothing, all of it. Yeah. All of it. And yeah. those those who have been distracted, dude, I, I believe God's going to raise up models. He's going to raise up actors. He's going to raise up yeah. just sons and daughters who don't need anything. No. Ask that your joy might be full. Why? Because if your joy is full, then you can't be manipulated. Yeah, so good. If I'm full, I don't need anything. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that you feel like you're in chaos. You feel like you're, you're in this place where you shouldn't be. And I want to tell you, God slammed you in the midst of the chaos because he trusts what he put on the inside of you. We talked about a spiritual father of mine, uh, Tony Slay, at the beginning. And the greatest thing he taught me is, is to love beyond knowledge. I, I have a knowledge about people that are actually cursing me. You know what I do with them every day? God slammed me into that, into that situation where I could take on an arrow and pierce my shield of faith and create a ley line so that they created it with me so I can bless them. Mm. And even though I know they're physically and spiritually casting incantations and hexes and spells against me and in my family tammy and i every day love on them and we ask god to bless them and love beyond the knowledge because love covers a multitude of sins love covers and love smothers so if you can love somebody beyond the knowledge of their hate or their their bias or what their jealousy if you can love them you actually begin to smother them and they begin to be drowned out the flesh begins to be drowned out and they have a moment to think clearly and and he and he will tell you that that very same person that hates you he died for and that they're his dreams wrapped in flesh and guess what he trusted you enough to place you in the midst of that valley of the shadow of death. He trusted you enough to put you in that midst of that chaos because he, he loved you and he, and he knows what he put on the inside of you. And you're not to be afraid of it. It can't, no weapon formed against you can prosper. No, no tongue that rises up against on. you can, can do anything. It, they, they're going to be condemned. The only reason why some of the people that are still alive that have been cursing you is because you forgave them. See, every person has come. If you wear core, if you wear a skin suit, you'll never be my enemy. Come on. If you wear, you know, Oprah Winfrey's not the Antichrist. Newsflash. <laughs> but you'll find Trump some YouTube not the, not the Antichrist. Obama wasn't. The Pope isn't. See, I have this luxury now in my life that I can love everybody. There we go. Because if you wear a skin suit, you'll never be my enemy. My war is not against flesh and blood. I'm not against the liberals. I'm actually conservative people. Forgive me, but I don't hate Sophie Trudeau. Guess what? I don't hate Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Matter of fact, I pray for him that he would be blessed. <gasps> Shock and awe that we would actually love our aunt. Oh, 
not my enemy, but they might think that they're my enemy. Yeah. But they're not my enemy. God trusted me enough to slam me in the midst of chaos. He, he loved them so much. He said, I'm going to send my special agent. Don't look at what you're going through as your epitaph or your, or your definition or your identification of who. No, 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 no. This just goes to prove to you the greatness of the call of God on your life. Come on. That in the midst of the darkness, you will be the bright and shining light. Arise, shine. For your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Though there be darkness on the earth and deep darkness on the people, my glory will rise upon you and be seen on you. And the See, what are they coming to? What are the Gentiles coming to? What are these people in the marketplace, in the garages, in the, in the courtrooms, and in the schools? What are they coming to? They're coming to see their dad that they're homesick for. They're coming to see heaven that they're homesick for. They're coming to see the answers. I want to tell you, you are not a problem to be solved. You are an answer that is being delivered. Come on. You're nobody's pet project. There's an anointing on the inside of you greater than anything. I want to tell you, you are a nuclear bomb answer to all the ant problems all around you. You're an answer Whoa. waiting to explode and be somebody's breakthrough. Stop looking at all the things you don't have and understand that you are created greater than anything you would ever face. Come on. And I want to say, I just, I just want to, I don't know if we're going to end with this or whatever, but I had an, I, I went into an open vision. You want to talk about an encounter from the Lord? I, I went into an open vision <laughs> one day. It only took an hour and 21 minutes, but we're there. Go. But we, yeah, but we actually have been sharing, sharing encounters all night. I love but I'm it. actually going to label this one as an encounter the because encounter. I was finding my own dang business. And, and I go into this open vision and I see myself laying underneath a body of water about an inch, an inch and a half underneath it. And I'm just looking out of the water. I'm laying like this. And I'm just looking up and I'm looking through the, through the water and I look out and I see all these ashy creatures. I see three of them that I can I really see clearly. And I saw the fourth one over in the distance. And I know innately they're all looking for me. But I'm hidden in the secret place. And the enemy can't find you. And so if you live in the spirit, you should also walk in the spirit. Why? Because if you are, if you begin to walk in the spirit, it means you allow the kingdom of, of the God to come upon you. Like arise, shine for your light is coming. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. If you if you are not, if you're living in the spirit, your spirit is being hidden. But if you are walking in the spirit, everything is hidden in Christ Jesus. He wants you to put on an, a his mat suit. <laughs> a hazmat suit. I call it, uh, 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 Corey, I call it your wardrobe. On the inside of you <laughs> is a whole wardrobe of, of the garments of Christ that you can put on daily. And when you put them on, the enemy can't see anything but Christ. So I'm 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 laying underneath this body of water and I'm looking in these in these creatures, and they're all gray and ashy, and their noses, they look like they're you know how a, a log is cut? It looks like the, the nose looks like a cut log, and I could see the rings. That's how close they were getting to me. And I'm I'm looking up and I'm not bothered. I'm like, I'm like chill. I'm like chilling, not like a villain, but by the like, like the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, kind of. And I'm <laughs> in the water, and all of a sudden, 
the enemy is getting really, really close. I'm not bothered. Enemy is getting really, really close. I can see his nose, the rings. I can see the features. I can see everything. And the Lord is saying to you right now, I'm only letting the enemy get close enough to you to be utterly destroyed because I'm laying underneath the water, Corey, and I and I just released this 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 thing that came from my belly and I Lord. said fire! And out of my mouth I saw the water begin to bubble and percolate and burst through that realm that I was hidden in and I and I released it into that realm and it hit that creature and I into dust and the lord is saying what you've been going through and all the things that you feel that are coming to the surface in your life do not pay attention to them because i'm only allowing them to get that close so that they can be utterly destroyed that that hey. hereditary curse <laughs> shall not go to the next generation and you shall have a legacy of righteousness and holiness and you will have that life that you always dreamed about and you won't have to worry if you'll pay the price in this season of spending time with me in in hidden in the secret place and you release the fire of God, you will, uh, you will utterly destroy the works of the evil one in, in your life. Wow. So don't, don't be so wowed. The enemies don't. Okay. This is the other thing I need to release to you tonight. Don't face your problems. Don't face the enemy. Face your God. Yeah. What you face is what you exchange glory with. The enemy needs to be inconsequential in your decision-making and without intentionality. My, in, my focus is on whatsoever is good, pure, and holy, anything excellent or praiseworthy. These are the things that I dwell upon. It, it says in the Bible, be excellent at what is good, be innocent at what is evil, and then the God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. Underneath your feet. See, the enemy in the New Testament has no place facing you. He is, under, he is defeated. He is under your feet. Behold, Luke 10, 19, I've given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the works of the evil one. You go to Malachi chapter, hang on a sec, Malachi. Malachi chapter four, verse two, it says, and you will go forth and frolic like calves from the stall. Adar. Adar. You will frolic <laughs> like calves released from the stall. This is what warfare looks like. It's joy fair. It's Come worshiping on. the king. 85 to 98.6% of your warfare is done in worship. Come on. When you begin to frolic like a calf released from the stall, it says in verse 3, and you will crush the wicked underfoot, <laughs> for they will be ashes underneath the soles of your feet. On the day that I am preparing, says the Lord of armies, which is the Lord Sabaoth, the Lord of a, a, a mass of people assembled for war. How am I to, to war in this season is, is just as important as you warring in this season. In Song of Solomon 4.8 says in the Passion Translation, now you are ready, my bride, to come with me as we climb the highest peaks together. Come with me through the archway of trust. You will look down from the crest of the glistening mounts and from the summit of our sublime sanctuary. Together, we will wage war in the lion's den and the leopard's lair as they watch nightly 
for their prey. The enemy thinks he's got it all worked out and all we're doing is hanging with God, getting empowered. And when he says to go somewhere, he walks with us and we walk down through the archway of trust right into the lion's den and the layer's leopard. And we begin to crush heads and take territory. And all we're doing it as a frolicking calf released from the stall. And we begin to crush everything that the enemy is doing. Stop paying attention to the enemy's devices. Stop paying, allowing him to illuminate and capture your imagination. It's time come for on. you to come face to face with the glory and have encounters with God so that you can be filled with him to overflowing and you'll begin to outlife every bit of death in your life. Come on. My wife, uh, she would, she did this online workshop and, and this guy wasn't even a Christian. And he said, the problem with most people is they're living out stories. Mm. And those stories are in their heads. They're not even real. It's mm. just what they think. Mm. And what I realized was so many of us are, are defeated by the stories. They're, they're not even real. Mm. I've, I've heard people all, all the time. Well, well, this reality. Yeah, people think, oh, well, this person thinks this about me, and they're, I feel this from them. Well, unless you ask them, you don't know. And if you're living in assumption, you're living in the land of stories. Yeah. And, and even I remember when God started to activate the prophetic in my life, he challenged me because I would start getting close to someone on the subway and start sensing something about them and things like that. And the Lord spoke to me, and he said, you'll never know if you don't ask them. Right. You'll never truly know if it was right or not. Mm -hmm. And so don't live in assumption. Don't allow the, the enemy to come and just give you thoughts that push you down and hold you down. Don't let the news take control. Don't right. let these things, these voices muddy up your mind because your mind is so precious. Right. God wants to come and like, I'm telling you, I was in a place, man. And, and he just set me free by showing me, Corey, how can you be that if I'm in you? Mm. How? The light is right there. Everything you're looking for is right inside of you. So true. Jesus is not holding anything back. No, he freely He's, gives. Yeah, and, and, and freely gives. The guy did it before the foundations of the world. Yeah. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has mm. been lavished upon you. Everything you needed for life and godliness was put inside of you before you ever came here. So good. So true. Come on. So true. I love that. Chilling. We should almost do it like chilling like a new creation being. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. What's up? Larry has the, the we are now, what is it? Ben Elohim's or whatever. No. Oh, I forget how he says it. Larry Pearson has like, it's yeah, Larry's so good. Yeah, Larry's on here, right? We didn't give him a shout out yet. Are you on here, Larry? Are you still, Larry, are you still around? Up. I know he was here earlier. He's so yeah. awesome. So many amazing people. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Barry, like, dude, come on. Thank you for, for being my first, mm. first guest. My goal, honestly, is to bring on people just just like the people I meet and, yeah. and really just display who God is. And, and uh, this, this, this is good. If you want to know who God is, go back an hour and 20 minutes and listen because it's good. The whole night was about who he is. Because that's what we got to focus on in this season. And, and what whether behold, what you behold, Corey, is what you become. Yeah. Come on. See, it, it, we're in this season. We're in this, the whole God, the way God created seed time and harvest. And, and, and the economy that we're in is called seed time and harvest. So what you pay for is what you get. Come on. 
So what you pay attention to, you're actually releasing commerce. And what you, in this climate in, of seed time and harvest, you get what you pay for. So what are you paying attention to? You need to, because as a man thinks, so is he. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. And you'll begin to prophesy the words of spirit and life or, or death. Come on. And the crazy thing is, is that our our sound that God wants to release, Come on. our our frequency is to do what? Destroy the works of the enemy. Absolutely. They're already destroyed over us. Mm. It's to destroy them over them. Yeah. Those who are still in captivity. I'm not praying for are, heaven. I already have one. Dude, you got a river flowing yeah. out of you. Yeah. I'm Un a portable portal for the glory of God wherever I go. Bam. I'm I'm a portable porthole <laughs> for the glory of God. <laughs> That's like a tongue twister. Yeah. Can you say I'm a portable portal three times? Fast? <laughs> Can, you say, Can you say <laughs> Joseph, <laughs> Joseph went from the pit to the pad to the pen to the palace for the purpose of the preservation of a prophetic people. <laughs> we did real good guys come on if you don't get anything else know that god loves you and That's he's in it. a good mood yeah like yes. so it's much honest I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta put some of that on there you know come on look at this i love this johnny satan was defeated so don't empower him but walk in the light and guess what john he's not he's not about to re-empower a disempowered enemy yeah. And I ain't giving him my power either. No. He tries using it because he has no power, so he's got to use you against me. You but know here's, so here's here's the other, you know, even what you're saying about people, you know, you you start getting into the prophetic and you you know, you're sensing things and you're even sensing things when you step into a room and that's one of the the um things that are so rough about being a prophetic person, right? Is that you pick up things, you become a therm a thermometer. Yeah. And and but the way you cure that is you, even though you know prophetically that they even think insecure thoughts about you or they're jealous or they're angry or they think something that, you know, the enemy slipped in there, just love them beyond the knowledge of that. Come on. That totally well, disrupts the whole apple cart. One of the things that, that made me like you was every time we hung out, every time we talked, I never heard you say anything bad about anybody. In fact, you'd always say great things about people. Amen. And in fact, you would call people friends and sons, and, and you love people even if they're unloved by the body. Even if they're being criticized, you stand next to them. Even if they're a little crazy, you'll run with them. And I just I love that because it just reminds me of the Father, and it reminds me that like, I'm a man of no reputation. Mm. I owe nothing to anyone but God. Yeah. And even that, I can't pay him back, so I just stop carrying the debt. No. I just... I want to be a lover of God. That's it. And so we need to like the whole purpose of this honestly came out of this place where I realized that people just need to be encouraged. Yeah. There's so many voices out there. Yeah. You guys need to listen to the ones that are encouraging the yeah. ones that carry the heart of the father that hope all things, believe all things that have a positive outlook. Why? Yeah. Cause God is not worried. No, he's not up in heaven saying, Oh my me. He's not up there like, oh, I hope they get a vaccine for that. You know, <laughs> I really hope they figure this out. Yeah. They're going to be scared if they do. You know, like, <laughs> he's not worried. 
You know, and I just believe that so much. And he's not even, he, he laughs. Yeah. He laughs at the plants. But brother, did you hear about the dark? Uh, the dark state did you hear no i don't want to hear why no. because even if god showed me they existed it's only to forgive them and love them for mm -hmm. whom i forgive he'll forgive and if we forgive yeah. them then judgment will pass over us i had a dude this is so wild i had a young person one time they were telling me about all the things their parents did wrong right right and and they said i just want justice and i said you know what the weird thing about justice is you call him over to deal with someone and he doesn't pick the one you thought mm. he doesn't have a preference mm. justice comes in the room and deals with everybody yeah the person you want to call is mercy and the unjust yeah the person you want to call is grace yeah because he's going to come in the room and he's going to restore everybody yeah amen and that's what jesus so does so true mm. so i appreciate true. your time bro Oh yeah, I know that. Well, uh, we have to do it again. Man. Yeah, anytime. And a busy day. Let me tell you're you. You're a busy guy. I let yeah. you pick the day. Why did Why didn't you pick another day? <laughs> me, uh, I had no idea it was going to be this busy. But I, you know what? I'm so glad I came on. Love you bunches. Love you and Chelsea. And and excited to see what God is going to allow us to do together. And and I want to come back soon. And yeah. just, I think we just need to do a show. Dude, yeah. let's yeah. do it. Well, you got to come to the CB. studio. We'll call it CB. CB. Yeah, we'll bring back the CBs and we'll just say, Breaker, Breaker, one, nine, what you got? What you got? What you, <laughs> what you doing over there? Yeah. We're starting a convoy for Jesus. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember when <laughs> I was on, <laughs> when yeah. me and Ben would travel, I always told him we should do the Ben and Corey, like, but like on the can of Ben and Jerry's with our picture yes. and everything. Yes, yes. The Ben and yeah. Corey tour, yeah. you know. Yeah, Cherry's Garcia. Yeah, Cherry Garcia. There you go. You know it. You I got know. it knocked down. I ain't playing games, dude. My wife's all about that Hagen Dazs Lemoncello. Lemoncello. Oh yeah, because it's like it's not a dairy. Now you product. get revelation. Now you get revelation. I got. <laughs> oh, I already did. I got the mushi, the mango mushi balls. I already covered it. We're good. Wow. Yeah, bro. I got skills. But thank you <laughs> for coming skills. on. <laughs> not mad, mad skills. skills. Just just a little bit of skills but i'm gonna end the broadcast here i'm gonna hang out with barry for like two seconds but i appreciate you guys and uh thanks for watching share the broadcast if uh, you were touched and if you weren't watch it again because yeah, because obviously you're you, you know what you need to go to the hospital because you need to be re respirated or something yeah you gotta get checked will you chew a mannequin <laughs> i was weeping i was crying in the glory you gotta yeah. go check that out yeah. all right see you guys Bless you guys.